Hey guys, this is Angela Bless. I pray everybody had an awesome few days. Um, it's amazing to continue to come on here and just feed you guys knowledge and giving you guys my advice and my opinion. You guys don't have to take it. The, um, the segments and the episodes that I record is for you guys. Um, it talks about real, I talk about real life issues, the things I went through, the things I encounter, how I handle myself, how others handle themselves, so forth. So guys, um, I had an amazing day today. Um, went into school today. I haven't been in a school for almost a year. Um, for those of you that don't know, I have, um, a mentorship artist development, um, solo proprietor business called embracing love um which is a mentor program and um and the artist development what i do i go into the schools and i assist the teachers that's having issues with children that with behavior issues so what we do we give them journals we give them journals let them write down whatever they may be going through if they don't want to talk about it to nobody they write in their journals and you know and then i have them write down one bad word they had was going on with them today and they they borrow the word up and they throw away and I have them to speak an affirmation, a positive affirmation into their self. So as they're throwing that away, they're speak, they're they're pouring back into their self, which I find that to be amazing because it helps me out. It helped me out for a short period of time, but because I believe because I was so overloaded with so much emotion, emotions and anger and all that other stuff I was going through that I needed to release like speak to somebody that i know and trust so moving along i was supposed to actually be interviewing um reginald or which he is an author he don't wrote two books also his he, you find him on facebook it's called kingdom or and he's an amazing guy he's actually was one of the guys that stepped in and helped me last year with the uh, mentor program because i had got so overloaded that i had so many kids so many class because it was from k through um sixth grade i believe or eighth grade and I had so many kids he came in and he helped me and he was a, a, a big release he was an awesome guy he was amazing and you know I and God's going to even pour into him even more so moving along um yeah I thought I was just going there to record him and interview him I actually went there and they pulled me to speak which I was like man y'all tricked me y'all tricked me into speaking when I thought I was supposed to be recording so it was three speakers Reggie talked about life and how he couldn't read till he got to the age of 30, you know, how he couldn't write and all of that. And then how he had to deal with issues, um, dealing with um, cheating and so forth from, um, you know, his significant having children out of wedlock and so forth. And then the other guy spoke about the same thing, him being homeless, how he um, didn't have anywhere to go, how he was knocking on doors to doors until he started his own business, which was Herbal Life, which is amazing amazing thing because I forgot what I left off at but um Reginald is a very amazing guy um he does a lot of stuff for the community he's actually back in I believe Georgia Alabama which he has a couple projects going on over there which is also amazing amazing which is amazing so moving along so we um so after the three, the two speakers spoke, um, I have like six minutes to speak, which I try to cram, cram, cram all my life experience into one, but I believe God allowed me to hit on a, the target. So I explained before I let the kids know what I do for a living and who I were, who I was, I explained them to them the path I had to go down. I explained them how I was molested by my uncles, how I used to, you know, sell drugs, how I used to, um, how I got shot three times, how, you know, I had, I had a life, 
uh, out about a life experience. Um, and so I began to um, explain to them. I don't know what I said, but, you know, I, I believe God just started taking over and everything. And so, but I told the ones that were there last year in school and they're in 12th grade. I said, find something that you have the passion for. And I told them to grab a hold to it, run to it, run towards it and make it, you know, make something out of your life. I told them, do not, you know, what I told them. I don't remember what I told them, but, you know, because they went from talking when the other guest was talking to, they was like, like light bulbs looking at me. And so, you know, for years and years, I poured into children because what I went through in life, I didn't have mentors. You know, I didn't have anyone to pour into me. I, ha I didn't have anyone telling me, baby, it's going to be okay. Just tell me what happened. You know, so we was, you know, growing up, I was just mute. I was angry, man, and you hear me talk about it all the time because I needed the uh, foundation, the right foundation, the safe house to talk to somebody to. I needed someone that wasn't going to go out and tell my stories of what I went through in life. And so a girl that came from no love, a girl that came from a home that was a filled with abuse, a house that, that did not show love, a house that was not edifying, a house that was broken, but I had my parents, but I still was alone in the house. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I didn't I had no idea that God was taking me to this place because I ran track. I ran track to get away from my issues. I ran track because I thought my problems would leave me. And I was one of the fastest girl in Hillsborough County. But I dropped out of school. I dropped out of school. I dropped out of school because I was scared to tell people I didn't know how to read. I was scared to tell people I didn't know how to write. I was scared to ask for help. I was scared. I was scared because people was going to pick on me because I did have teachers pick on me, you know, down when I was in school, black and white, you know, and I thank God for my English teacher. She was a Caucasian. She's, she the one that introduced me to my Angelo. She gave me that book and she said, uh, Miss Angie, you are so beautiful and talented. She was speaking into me. She said, I don't know what's wrong with you. Why you got all that pent up rage in you? She said, but one day you're going to release it and you're going to be great. You know, and I thank her for that because now looking at it, look at, looking at it right now, I'm like, wow, she spoke years and years. She spoke. I was in the freaking seventh grade, eighth grade when she spoke that into me. I didn't, I didn't know I was going to go down this path. I didn't know that this is where God want me to be at. I didn't know that God wanted me to pour into the youth. You know, and you know, and I thank God because when I do pour into the you, when my children are acting up, listen to me. Yes, I do take care of home. Yes, I do. You know, but my children, it's a whole bunch of me. So if I, if you know how I was growing up, then you know I got four little me's. Not little, though. These are boys now in the house that I have to deal with me. I have to put me in check. I have to tell me what to do, you know. And so I thank God for those that mentor my youth. Also, why when I need the help, when I need that finally foundation, that that substance, that that let me tell you, that is everything. That is everything. When you have those extra hands, when you have someone out to help you, you understand what I'm going from, going saying. And that's another reason why I'm not dating, because a lot of guys are not even worried about your your family or anything or your children. More worried about your booty, your, your I'm sorry, your butt and how you look and everything. Like it got to be more to life than a big six-pack muscle-bound guy or a girl with finger, hip lips and tips whatever you call it because half that stuff be fake anyway even the abs be fake guys and ladies 
but she saw something in me and so as i took this journey down this path i have no idea that god was leading me to where i need to be at you think a girl that didn't know how to speak she she, she couldn't even spell she couldn't even shoot i'm not being funny i sometimes i mess up too but it'd be them darn speak tests what do they call this you talk and you speak and this you know them iphones be saying other stuff you know and darn well i i don't be saying that <laughs> but anyways you know um the path oh my god this path has been ooh, a, a heck of a path you know and, and and i had to overcome something through a COVID too i with people with my family me you know me moving out the, the abuser homes and me you know moving in with my dad me finding a place you know i'm, I'm pressing i'm pressing i'm pressing like you know i, I thank god because he's always a way maker and so listen when i was reading about david this morning how david was running from saul and david had many chances to kill saul but david's heart he knew that he still was God chosen, even though David was nest in line. And when David and his man was in the cave and the guys was conspired to kill Saul, David told him, no, David cut a piece of his cloth off or whatever. And David, and he said in his heart, he, he, he repented from his heart for even doing that. And he told Saul, look what I did. And I believe he said they made a pact with Saul that he, his, none of his house should be killed when he be king. David was running from his life for someone that betrayed him. For he sat under this man. He played the, the harp or the violin, harp, I believe. And he ministered, he music, he ministered to this guy. He 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 respected this man. Obedience. You talking about obedience all the way when someone's blasting Mary, your name, someone lying on you, when somebody's jealous on you, when somebody's um somebody's putting a dagger in your back but you're not saying that one mumbling word you're not you're not being petty back you're not airing out their dirty laundry and you have to continue to be you you have to continue to be humble you gotta still be obedience to god's word and all this time he know not to touch God's anointing. And that's what we go through in life. We deal with issues in life when we're walking down these paths, when people are stabbing us in our back, when people are talking about us, when people are lying to us. Listen to guys, I'm not gonna lie. I got I got pissed off. I wanted to air everybody, um, not everybody lunch. The, the people, the team I was with, I was pissed off because I knew what they were saying about me behind my back. They had no idea that I knew, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to send those, those messages to people and show them, say, see, this is what they're saying about me. God was telling me, don't you do that. God said, let him be God. God used to, God was telling me, I fight your battles for you. All you need to do is sit back. Don't say not a mumbling word. That hurt it because how can you be so loyal to somebody that wants to that wants to hurt you how that that's the crazy part about it and you're trying to please people you're trying to help and you pouring out from resources of your very own and you're being empty because you're trying to help them and then they turn around and like nothing happened but let me tell you something when god removes you out of the way God will provide an scapegoat for you. God will open another door for you that it the this very the very resources that you pour into someone else, God will flow it back to you ten times more. So, you know, move along. So I, you know, I told the children that, you know, not all that right there, but I, you know, I was explaining to them how to move on in life, how to not get stuck. And guess what? I spoke to the football players. I said, How many of you guys play sports? They all raised and I said, listen to me. You can have all the talent in the world. I said, but if you don't, you don't have, you don't learn how to respect authority. You don't learn how to humble yourself. I said, it means nothing. I said, listen to your coaches. 
some of them may not be right. You know, some of them may be yelling over. I said, but you have to listen to your coaches. Listen to your coaches so you can go somewhere in life. Because if you be rebellious and disabled, and just, you know, it's just amazing what he's he's doing in other people's lives and stuff like that. But you have to actually, you know, what I told you, yeah, even if your coaches is wrong, you know, I'm not saying wrong, like, give you drugs and alcohol. I'm not saying that. But, you know, sometimes coaches can be out of order, you know, and sometimes people have to suck it up and to to be a better person because you know you don't want to go around feeling like someone owe you something or because you 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 join the nfl or the nba whatever you got got the lotto and feel like you untouchable and that you can do whatever you want you know that's why a lot of people are in the predicament they are now because they feel like money gets them out of stuff no money don't always get you out of stuff sometimes it's things it's things money cannot buy your health your freedom some of your freedom but you're gonna be looking behind your back your health your peace love money can't buy real love if you like that fake love go ahead um haitian jew got a, a song called fake love so if you like that fake love go right ahead you know money cannot buy peace of mind money cannot buy real friends money it's some things money can't buy i'm sorry to tell you that but you know um the love the love of money is the root to all evil not money the love for money let me get that right you know and so you know some people idolize the, the dollar sign but anyway and I, and I explained to them you know you have people watching you if you're trying to go somewhere in life be you you know speak you know i had to tell young african girls the young black girls like speak to your sisters when you see them they don't speak back oh well i said but stop running around y'all so beautiful with your your head down and looking mad because a four of them that i walked past they was the one rolling their eyes until they got in there and we started talking they started opening up and so after i only had six minutes to talk so i had to rush through what rush rush through the testimony the two girls came over and they talked to me and I explained them what I went through life. And they asked me, how did I heal? I said, I, I said, I start talking about it. I said, I start writing about it. I said, I start going to church. I stopped. I started allowing Jesus into my heart. He went for us. I allowed him. I needed for him to come in to fix me. Because listen to me, guys. If I would have still been stuck right now, in no way in heck, I would have touched all those children all that years. All the way from 2013 and all the way to right now. In no way. I'm just planting seeds. That's all God want me to do. Plant the seeds and keep it moving. He's going to do the rest. That's all. And, and I'm a vessel. He's using me as his vessel. You know. And so I, is, I, I'm i amazed. But I never want to stay to stay somewhere I'm comfortable at. I have to keep moving. You understand what I'm saying? If God sometimes will put me places for a long period of time. Sometimes he'll remove me a short period of time. So guys, if I do connect with you. Don't take it personal when it's time for me to leave. Uh, if it's anything toxic and, and, and the energy is not right, I'm not going to stay. It's, it's, I'm not going to stay. If the anointing is there, if God anoints me to stay there, then I can stay because it's my assignment. But if it's not my assignment, I'm going to move away, remove myself, unplug myself from it. You know, I have love for everybody. Not even, even if they, you know, did something wrong to me or said something wrong i cannot live my life out hating people and regretting what if and what if why I should what because if i would have said one word things out of my mouth to anybody anybody during well you know through my life i have said some mess and had to go back and repent every time he bring me back and remembers but and now arguments i have to think about it even the people I, I i mess with you know i have to think about it is this the right choice for me to mess mess with them is this the right choice for me to get you know not getting off track but not to you know what's the word i'm looking for and time and energy on them 
is this the right people to do that for you know you gotta ask yourself that because some people all they're there for is take your time and just take what they can take that's all they don't want to give anything back they just want to take 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 that's it that's all they do you got takers out there they run and take from this person that person that person and then they go play the victim you know we just have to be wise in our decision moving along but you know so um the coach i mean the principal was talking to us he said now that you guys fed them he said you have to come back he said now because you got their attention and he said because you have to see how they're doing you know it's only a couple of months i mean a couple of weeks before graduation you know i really we're going to get them the journals out so they can go because you don't remember what you tell them so i'm going to definitely order the journals off of amazon i'm not buying them no dollar journal i'm going to buy them a journal with a pen so they can write what they need to write it if they're artists right if they're football player right they want to be a dancer wherever they want to be right right if they can't talk to nobody you write that's the best outlet you can ever get either you sing in your music your pain your problem your issue and that's why i love music i love right way i love um got rob you got you got um rob rob way now who i interviewed and you got rob way and you have a, a a lot of other artists out there that sing or rap through their pain through the music you can feel and you can hear it's like they pouring their whole heart it's like they're taking their heart out their chest and putting it on the record putting it on there you know it's amazing you can the, the poetry that people speaks you can hear the rhythms and the tunes that flows out of their mouth like the rain that flows in the skies and this, the river that runs through all the night you can just literally hear the their pain and what they went through through their rhymes and even dmx you know i i, I had i listened to dmx i used to listen to him you know and you know because every music come out it pushed them further and further back and so when we you know he talks about god he talks about his hurt and pain you can hear he's crying in his music he's crying out for help you if you listen you can hear them cry out for help so this is why they need journals this is why they need to write things down this is why they need a positive outlet to release all that anger and pain inside of them it cannot stay in them because they become they become robbers they become murderers they become aggressors they become abusers they need to heal from what they've seen they need to heal from what they went through they need to heal from physical and emotional um abuse they all do or they become older and older women older men and little children body because they're stuck in that age where the trauma started and that's what i was when i used to break my stuff i was stuck in that age four when i was molested at age four uh for four to six and i had that trauma so i was stuck in a grown woman's body body with that little inner child crying out free me angie miss angela free me angela we i just <laughs> but i'm laughing about it now but no seriously and that's why i used to react like a child didn't get my way pout didn't get my way they didn't want to talk they didn't want to eat you know just you a, a grown woman doing that you got we got to learn how to you know and i had to learn how to communicate I, I used to I have to learn how to do a lot of stuff but now these days it's different like if I t- talk to a guy and we've been talking for about a month or so I feel like if he don't text me I won't text him that's just how I feel if he don't call me I'll call him sometimes I'll call and call I'll call maybe twice if I call you two days in a row you don't answer I don't call no more you know um oh yeah I don't text if you don't text I, you know, but I need to get better with that because sometimes people do be busy people be they have issues of life they go through stuff and i i know that and i know that's why i don't sometimes get mad or get bothered with it or i don't post subliminal message on um social media you know 
but you know i just definitely thank god for what he's going he's bringing us through in this season i thank him even though you know the trial and error let me tell you something we've been put in so many application fees and I should have just went with my first mind and just bought a house, go buy, buy a house. But because of my daughter is about to have her baby, I decided for us to get a house together, you know, four bedroom, two bath, have her get her stuff straight for a year, get her, and then she could buy a house. Guys, listen, I, the application fees are not cheap. And I don't know if they're holding people application and just taking the money. I don't know what. But, you know, I, I was getting frustrated. I was getting mad. And I was saying, God, oh, my God, I'm about to kick an uh, 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 empty house door and squat. And what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And I all can hear him saying, it's coming. It's coming. Be patient. It's coming. It's going to come just in time. And just like as I, I, I prayed for that car, God to give me transportation that day. And he did it immediately. He's going to do that. The same thing the same thing he's going to do the same thing and that goes for you too whatever you may be going through this season of your life wherever you pray for wherever you ask god for please do not waver do not turn to your left or to your right not be like a ship tossed to or from because of the wave be like the anchor be secure in what you be secure in Christ and what you pray for. Believe in what you pray for, because He said He will make a way out of no way. He said He will make a, a a river in the desert. You know, He will make pathways in places that paths shouldn't be. He will open the the floodgates and let it flood with blessings that you will have to tell Him, "Okay, God, stop." But listen, this is the season that we trust God in another faith like we have never trusted him before. This is the season that we go through so many trial and error that we don't, we have no choice but to turn to the one and only, the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. You know, because this is a different era. Let me tell you something. This is a battle era. This is this is what we feel like. We feel like we're in, back in David and King Solomon days. We are on the battlefield. People are leaning off the wall. They're alone the wall to be encamped around with the enemy people are leaving their places they're coming down off their chair and that's why you feel that intensity in the air that's why you feel that that pushback in in the atmosphere because people are not in their rightful places they're trying to be like everybody else they're not trying to be like who god called them to be listen to me i am going to be and i'm doing what god has told me to do regardless of what anyone's saying regardless they feel like i should interview this artist not but i know what god said I know what God said, but it's amazing, God, that um, continue to pray for the youth because they are so hurt. They're getting hurt and hurt and more and more. Oh, before I go, and this is what I told the young ladies when they came to me also, and I told them, I said, you guys are young. I said, do not get into um, a relationship that you is going to force you to have sex. I said, you need to wait till you're married. I said, I didn't have that choice. No one told me about that. I said, now that I see two hands are better than one, a, a strong father figure in the home is so much better than just a mother. I, I'm not going to say that. Yes, you have your uncles and your aunties and, and all that, but a father, oh my God, the fathers are so much important. You have no idea how important those fathers are. The love of a father, the covering of a father, the blessing of a father is so much important and also um also i told him i said you don't want to be dragging a baby around i said don't give me no 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 offense uh my children saved my life i said but you guys are young you got your life to live ahead of you i said go to school graduate go get you a full-time job get you a trade i said then buy you some property i was telling them that I said, but don't let these guys force you to and having sex and then you become pregnant. Uh, I said, baby is not gonna save. Uh, uh, baby is not gonna save a relationship. I said, you guys are so beautiful and so um, smart. 
you know, but you know, I just, I, I felt at home though, for some reason when I speak, I feel like that is my place. I feel like when I'm on the streets and I'm ministering, I am like the tree and my roots are ground is it's walking into the grounds. If that makes sense, if it makes sense, but I, I just love what God is doing for me, even though God, I want my house like now, you know, I don't, you know, what you got the lottery. I mean, stop. But sometimes I do be like, man, what's going on? I, I need, you know, I got to get up out of here. You know, it's like, oh my God, what's going on? But God is amazing. And you guys, whatever is serious, seriously, whatever issues you may be facing, it, it won't last long. Troubles don't never last long. You be encouraged. And I probably told about three, four stories while I was doing this um, podcast because I actually wasn't supposed to come up with no topic. I was supposed to record Reggie, interview Reggie and putting Reggie on here. But since Reggie caught me off guard, and he pulled me to, to talk and speak to the youth. Uh, so I had to come up with a topic. So I know what we're going to name this topic. Just say Angie just talking. That's all. Angela Bush just talking. That's all she does. But listen, guys, I love you. I'm going to continue to pray that God continue to open the right doors for you. For those that you that are in need of jobs. For those of you guys that are looking for contract with your businesses. For those of you guys that are looking for financial um, outpouring. For those of you guys that are are looking for a, a mate, like a mar- to get married, you understand? For those of you guys are going through issues of life, whether it be the abuse, uh, physical, mentally abuse, uh, verbal abuse. For those of you men and women, for those of you guys in need of transportation, jobs, houses, clothes, food, I pray right now that the doors, the gates of heaven will open up and that God will send his angels to deliver those things that you need. That he will put you on the hearts of strength and they will stop you in the middle of nowhere and just bless you. I, I declare that and I decree that and I believe that because it have happened. It happened to me before. It happened to me many times. Hey, many times. I'm going to leave you with this before I go. I think Cindy, Cindy Trim, if I'm saying her name right, she said that um, she was praying. She was driving her car. She had a car that always cut off. And then every time she would get in the car, she would talk to the car. Because, you know, we all have one of those buckets that we have to talk to. Okay, baby, you got to start the day. Okay, you got to hold up the gas till I get paid. We all had that. You know, no shame I have. And she said one day she went to the airport. And she uh, said a man from another country gave her this check. A check. This is what she said. She said, and I quote, am I wrong? Let me see if I remember. She said the man was from another country or something he gave her over 200 some thousand dollars or maybe more than that she said that he and i remember that she, the guy said that god would not let him sleep until he got on that plane and god told him exactly what she had on how she looked and where she was going to be at that man got on that plane from another country gave her that check and went back home god gonna do the same thing for you guys Trust, watch that i touch and agree with it because i'm looking for stuff too but i i decided to pray for you guys and take my take my mind off of me you know and so but i love you guys follow me on ng7102 if you don't want to follow me just take just like stuff look at stuff you know um i'm on facebook too um angela bless real talk on my page you can follow that page also guys continue to be blessed continue to stay strong continue to encourage someone and just hug on somebody and love on somebody today Love you. Till next time.